Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me on Cut the Crap. Um, we're going to be doing a special presentation in the program today. We're going to be talking about the history of the Queen. You've heard this. Queen Elizabeth II, longest reigning British monarch, has died at the age of 96. As people have said, most people in this world, literally, uh, have not known a world where Queen Elizabeth did not exist. It's interesting because every single one of us listening to this broadcast, it does not matter where you are in the world, our lives were directly affected by this ruling monarch. All of us have had our lives changed in one way or another because of the royal family. We're going to dive into what exactly does that history mean. I'm seeing stuff pop up all over social media. This phenomenon where people are talking about uh, black celebrations, uh, black celebrations for the death of the Queen of England. That's an interesting take. I understand this. There There are plenty of reasons to not be proud of what England, what we now know as the United Kingdom, under the name of the crown, did in subjugating peoples around the globe, all around the globe. And it's interesting it's happening in these times. I find this very interesting because here in the United States of America, our universities teach our young ones, our children, that America is the great colonizer, the great master of slavery, the, the, all this imperial crap, which is total dog poopy. Because they don't know history, so they don't teach history. It is well known, right? It is well known, um, literally, that the great conqueror, of fairly modern times was the British crown. Before that, it was other countries. So we're going to dive into what does this mean for every one of us? And what does it portend for what might happen in the future? Because most people don't know 
uh, a lot of their true history, like one thing you may not know, is until 1786, 1787, which is our American history, when we basically got our Constitution finished, because our Constitution is what established how the government would act with on our behalf and separated everything so they could not have tyrannical power. And remember, our country is the longest surviving country under a constitution with the most people under a constitution and the most prosperity under a constitution. See, our constitution in the United States is paramount, and it is that document that keeps us from being subjects, like the British subjects are subjects. In fact, I shared on my social media, you'll find it in a link, although Britain, the United Kingdom, does claim a constitution going back to 1216, it's, it's a constitution under a monarchy, they make the decisions. Uh, the constitutions of being independent uh, only became a thing to do after the United States fought and won its independence. So if you were to look at constitutions on a list, you would find it is a relatively new phenomenon in society where countries have constitutions that clearly define the role of of the government, not the people, but the government, because it is designed to protect the people from the government. And you should look at it and you should remember, okay, we're really staring in the face of, uh, okay, uh, this was the great monarchy that was the world conqueror. So we're going to cover some interesting facts, some obscure facts you might not know about the royal family, specifically Queen Elizabeth II. Like, their lands that they personally own, the family lands in England themselves, their farmlands owned by them personally, is only about 263,000 acres. Uh, let me convert that for you. That's about 411 miles square, <laughs> right? Think about you getting on the road going uh, 410 miles from where you live. And then basically, if you made that in a square, a 410-mile square, that would be the land owned by the crown, right? And most people don't know just how much power. Now, you think about people like Bezos being worth, what, several hundred billion or, you know, Elon Musk or whatever the case may be. The royal family is technically only itself only worth about $50 billion. I'm going to dive into their finances and uh, tell you some interesting things. But I find this fascinating because I love history. And if the crown would not have been the way it was in controlling people, in demanding demanding that you accept the religion of the crown and demanding that you speak the way they speak, say only what they say, and there are words that you can't repeat or you can be prosecuted or killed. Well, see, our ancestors knew that was wrong. 
And that's why they left on the Mayflower. And it is that act of suppression, of suppression and learning it from the worst in the world at this suppression that was going around conquering countries, naming them as their own, right? That our country, our phenomenal country that everybody in the world wants to be part of and break into is a direct result of learning from oppression. Yet our universities teach you America is the great oppressor, right? Learning from oppression is why we are here, the greatest, freest nation on the planet, and right now, we have a maladministration in our government office that wants to take your rights away and wants to convince you that America is rotten and horrible. So as we look back at this, let's go back and look kind of through time at a scrapbook of Queen Elizabeth II. Let's see what we can learn. Let's see what we can take from it. She was one of the rulers of this planet we live on. Props where she gets props. History's changed. They're not colonizers anymore and haven't been for a long time. The past will always be the past. And, you know, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes 
people cheat. Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Here's Jovan. We're talking about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, she had a long marriage. Most people don't realize she was married to Philip for 70 years. She fell in love with him when she was 13 years old, right? 13 years old. She's been around for all of us. Now, I want you to know that some countries still have monarchies. Uh, it's just not really talked about. You know, you hear about the United Kingdom, but uh, the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, of course, has uh, their royal family. Um, and that royal family also ties, and that's the Belgian or Belgian royal family. Then Scandinavia, which is uh, Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, they have a monarchy. That's Queen uh, Marguerite II of Denmark. Monaco, of course, has Prince Albert II of Monaco. That's the Principality of Monaco. The Arabian Peninsula, that's the entire uh, Arabian Peninsula. Kuwait, Emir, Shabah, Al Ahmed, Al Jabr, Al Saba, right? That's the entire everything, included, with the exception of Yemen. Then there's Malaysia. The Malaysia royal family, they have a king. Thailand has a, a royal ruling family. They have a little uh, clause in theirs that say he can only serve five years at a time. Uh, or, excuse me, Malaysian royal family can only serve five years at a time. And then they get elected back in. Then you've got Brunei. Brunei has the Sultan Hassini uh, Bolkia, Queen uh, Saliha. They're uh, Malaysia, Borneo, Malaysia, India. Uh, Dunai, and then, of course, uh, Japan, Emperor Norhito, Empress uh, Masako. And then you have, literally, believe it or not, you have an African monarchy. It's Eswani. Most people have never heard of King uh, Wasti II. It's Swaziland, Swaziland, Eswani uh, in Africa. So these uh, ruling families are still around. And, of course, in talking about the British ruling family, Charles is going to take over. He's a king now. Uh, he's 70. When you think about William, William uh, is roughly 40. What is the impact of the world? What are some of the things did, did, did you know about uh, 
Queen Elizabeth II. Here's some interesting factoids that I think makes her life very interesting. Uh, I've studied her. I've watched documentaries about her. Uh, she became queen at 25. She was prepped for this. She was never to be anything other than a royal family member. But when her uncle abdicated and was not going to become king because he ran off to marry an American woman, you've probably seen the movie, she got thrust into the limelight. And at 25, she basically became queen. Most people do not know, throughout her entire 70-year reign, she never gave an interview. Never, ever gave an interview. She stayed completely away from publicity. Uh, you've seen some on the family doing interview. It's exceptionally rare. Most people know about Princess Di's one, their chat, and then Princess Harry's uh, televised conversation with Oprah. She's the only person in the UK that can drive without a driver's license. She doesn't have a passport. She technically owns all of the swans and the dolphins in UK uh, waters. And did you know that she's a trained mechanic? Did you know that? During World War II, she was trained and actually worked as part of her war effort as a trained mechanic. They did not approve of it. Of course. They did not approve of it. But she literally underwent six weeks of training in Surrey and joined the Women's Auxiliary Territorial Service uh, under her name, uh, Elizabeth Windsor, right? She served. During that time, on um, uh, May 8th in 1945, after the war, because we didn't have mass media then, she was actually able to get out on the streets and party with fellow Londoners, of course, with her parents' permission. But she went out, and people really didn't know who she was, and she could be in the streets. And she wrote in her journal about Trafalgar Square, Piccadilly, uh, Pall Mall, and she walked for miles and miles, uh, saw her parents up in the balcony, you know, at 12.30 a.m., then went out with friends and ate and partied till 3 a.m. Her personal pet peeve. Number one, you never touch the queen. You just don't do that. That would be totally inappropriate if you were in the presence of the queen. You, you don't touch her. However, she always had a beef that people were terrified to talk to her. Now, it's easy to see why. Why you would kind of be fuddled to talk to the queen, right? But she found it irritating that she could go to an event or a party and just watch people peel away and they would just bow and peel away and they would terrify, be terrified just to see her there, right? Now, when she dealt with awkward situations, she had a, she had a signal. You always saw her with her little, I guess, should I call it a clutch, the purse, right? And when you look at her handbag that she always had in her presence, go back and watch. If she was carrying on a conversation and she's sitting at a table and having a meeting, whatever, and she took her handbag and she set it on the table, that was the signal to, their, to the staff, 
I want out of here in five minutes. Whatever you got to do, I don't care what you got to do, get me out of here at five minutes. If you ever saw her sitting around having a conversation in a chair or whatever, and she took her handbag and she set it on the floor, if it touched the floor, that means get me out of this damn conversation right now. (laughs) Her handbag was her signal that allowed the decorum of her to be gracefully extracted from uh, conversations that she did not want to be in, right? Uh, She was born on April 21st, 1926. April 21st is my grandfather's birthday. Um, Her father was the younger son of King George V. Now, she had an uncle. He, he was to be King Edward uh, Eighth, right? And he basically abdicated his rights to marry uh, an American divorcee. This was like horror for the church. The, the church is trying to figure out how to deal with this. And if you haven't watched the movie, it's well worth watching the movie. And he says, I want this woman. I don't want this public whatever. And that is where this... Uh, Lilibet, most people don't know her, her nickname was Lilibet, got thrust into this limelight that changed the destiny of her father and changed the destiny of her because she became the heir apparent. More right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At JovanHuttonPulitzer.Locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.Locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. 
and then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote, but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family, you've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Now, what's interesting is the fact that with... Queen Elizabeth II passing. Um, unfortunately, all of this uh, stuff that's uh, rhetoric uh, is going to come to light. Like some people saying that Queen Elizabeth was a shape-shifting lizard, or they were satanic, or she drank bloods of baby, or bathed in the bloods of babies. By the way, that was the Roma, the Romanian uh, family that did that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's interesting to see the very stories that these are going to spawn, and most of them are not going to be about the history of this woman, truly. I mean, truly, this woman. Now, most are asking, okay, well, Charles married a divorcee after Princess uh, uh, Diana passed away. Um, I actually know where that accident was. I had just left there the week before, and got back to the States, was doing a big release with technology, so I was back in the States. It's right there, uh, not too far from the Hotel du Louvre, which is my very 
favorite place on the planet to eat raw oysters. They ship them in right there. It's the I won't eat oysters in the United States. And it was very sad. People loved Diana. They could relate to her. And the queen had also a passionate love for horses. She visited a lot of the horse facilities and sent her people to the horse facilities all around the world, Kentucky, etc. I know one person's watching that has a lot to do with that. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to, to see what people talk about. Or will they honor the history? See, her father became King George VI. And, of course, Lilibet, she was 10 at the time. That's what she was known uh, at the time. It was never in her cards that she would become the ruler. But at 25, she became the ruler. That was it, at 25. And she literally think about taking on the role of truly ruling an industrialized nation that was already established at the year of the, the 25 years age right the, her father died february 6 1952 um he was only 56 elizabeth was 53 her coronation took place June 2nd, 1953 in Westminster Abbey. That's where she was crowned. Of course, there's all kinds of scandals out there. They say the queen's worth, her personal fortune, about $12 billion. I'm going to get more into that in a minute. But about $12 billion was her fortune. She met every single president of the United States except LBJ. You got to think what she's seen in her lifetime, right? She is the second longest living age, lived to, royal in the world. Uh, There was only one that beat her. But let's talk about uh, just some of the facts that's interesting because everybody likes it. Okay, well, what are they worth? But literally, if you were to think of some of their estates, because a lot of it is in real estate holding. Uh, They own a tremendous amount of wealth in the United States, right? Uh, But the total family wealth, as I understand it, might be about 80 billion, somewhere in that, 80 billion. What most people don't understand is like when they had the royal weddings and everything, uh, like when William got married, that event for the country brought in $55 billion in tourism because there were royals and everybody wanted to watch and everybody wanted to be there and everybody wanted to be the country off of that wedding, right? Brought in in revenue to the country, $55 billion. So the family's worth about 88 billion, billion. The they have crown estate holdings. There's a they own even out into the uh, shoreline. They own half of the shoreline in the all of the United Kingdom. Half of the shoreline, they literally own as a family. They own the shoreline, and then from that shoreline, the family itself owns twelve miles of seabed out to sea. That's part of the family's. Holding Now, they all kind of get like, uh, I guess, what would you call it? Allowances, right? Allowances from the government, etc. Um, it's, it's considered from the crown estate's profits, the queen's share 
the last time it was reported was about $104 million that she made annually from uh, the Queen's share. All of the things that they own, like the Royal Collection or the Windsor Castle or Buckingham Palace or any of these places, and if you've never been to them, you should go. It's well worth going to. It's just amazing to stand there and realize the history there. The Queen was there moments before you were there, right? Um, Her, I think her jewelry might be about 530 million where she passed which was uh Balmoral Castle which is in Scotland beautiful place it's the only place she considered home in Scotland that's valued about 140 million dollars for that uh, Prince Charles is worth about 400 million dollars net worth that's his net worth harry uh and his brother prince william and harry they're worth about 40 million a piece kate middleton's worth about 10 million did you know that kate middleton and i are cousins and Meghan markle is worth about 5 million um the the royal extended part of the family like princess beatrice and princess uh eugene and stuff they collectively hold about 4. Uh, $8 billion in uh, assets. And so the family's exceptionally well off. But if you think of those numbers, those numbers are relatively small regarding what innovators, pioneers, tech giants, or whatever can make in the United States of America. So can you realize how much they would covet to be able to have all of that wealth now an interesting thing that's going on is scotland has been wanting to separate from the uk and now that the uk has left the european union right this is a big deal the scots last voted uh, on on independence in 2014 Uh, There is supposedly going to be a new poll for Scottish independence, which, by the way, I think is backed by uh, Truss, the new prime minister that just got inserted. Um, She, when I say backed, she doesn't want Scots uh, to get their own separate country, but Scots are probably going to go for it. And this is a unique scenario that's uniquely uh, created by the fact that the queen died in Scotland. It's going to bring up some very, very interesting uh, issues. That's what you should be watching Watching of what's going to go on. It's going to be interesting to see how the crown and how the family decides to deal with this Scottish issue because the, the, the Scots want out. Now, a lot of people right now... Um, From the bad side of this mix, you've seen some experts talk about it. They talk about the holdings in the United States of America, and there are a tremendous amount of crown, state, royal holdings in the United States of America. There are many people that will tell you part of this kind of global cabal that is going on uh, with all these mandates and everything else has been a reassertion by the monarchy to try to 
put the world back together under one dominant control. There are people that basically say uh, that uh, the UK and China are in cahoots together. I don't necessarily see that. I don't necessarily see that. But you're also going to see a lot of information now that she's passed. You're going to see a lot of information about that coming out. Think about this, though. When she was crowned June 2nd, 1953, back then, 20 million people watched that on TV. Do you understand how um, massive an audience that is for 1953? That's like Super Bowl numbers today right? A billion plus watching. But in 1953, 23 million people watched it. She's been through, she went through 14 different prime ministers, just named one the day before she passed. Of course, she went to Winston Churchill, Margaret Thatcher. Everybody knows about her corgis, you know, her little corgi dogs that everybody, you can always tell they're a uh, it's what is it an English file? Because you're a Francophile if you like the French stuff, but people that like corgis. But did you know she invented her own breed that she gets credit for? Uh, it was uh, one of the corgis crossed with a, a Dachshund or Dutch hound or the Winnie dog or whatever you call it. It's called a Dorgy or something like that. It's not a joke. I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I'm telling you the truth that she created her own uh, little dog that's all, you know, credited to her. She became herself a homeowner on her own when she was six years old. True story. Given to her by the people of Wells. It was called the Little College Cottage, and it was on the house of uh, the Windsor Royal Lodge. She celebrated two birthdays each year. Even though she was born on April 21st, she always felt it was kind of too dreary and nasty then. So she celebrates her birthday in uh, the second Saturday in June. So it's always nice weather. People don't know this, but she was also a technophile. She loved technology, embraced it. And then she sent her first email in 1976. She's an avid soccer fan. And at 94, even just up to a few months ago, she still drove her own car she had a little bit of michael jackson to her she had personal pets she was the proud owner of an elephant a jaguar two giant tortoises and two sloths and they're still alive today right alive today in the london zoo do you know about her coronation crown? Do you know what the symbols on, on it are, right? The Rose of England, the Maple Leaf for Canada, the Thistle for Scotland, the Leak of Wells, Shamrock of Ireland, Waddlefowl of Australia, African Sugar Rush for South Africa, Ear of Wheat for Pakistan, the Fern of New Zealand, the Lotus Flowers for India, and Ceylon. Do you know about Ceylon? Interesting connection to American history there, right? But this is a woman who had cojones. This was a force to be reckoned with, and she would stand toe-to-toe with most people and not take their crap. Closing comments right after this. 
Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives is four dollars and 16 cents even worth being able to prove to your family friends and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and 16 cents worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Well, there is truth in the saying that uh, 
history does in fact repeat itself. Here we are in the United States of America. I'm talking about Queen Elizabeth II. You now have a king, right? King Charles. His divorcee he married is now going to be called the Queen Consort. Not the Queen, but the Queen Consort. That will be her official title. And it's interesting because here we sit in the United States of America talking about crap, culture, race, and American politics, because we're repeating history. We were the grand experiment that worked, that started this thing of a solid constitution for the people that controlled the government, not the people. See, it's these other countries have it backwards. It's all about controlling people. What we have in the United States is a document that controls our government. That is why it is so, our founders made it so incredibly hard to change our Constitution. It would be, again, our Constitution is is rock solid as the Ten Commandments. And and, and in many ways, it stands the test of time when I say that. But our founders knew what would happen by royal families and draconian laws and everything else. And so they basically made it where, you know, you, you had to have a supermajority of both houses agree to it. And then it had to be sent out to be ratified by three quarters of the states in the United States of America before you can make any constitutional changes. By the way, uh, there's been several. There's been 17, to be exact. Uh, that just added different things in our Constitution that were beneficial. Uh, But that's over its, you know, 200-plus-year existence, which is wildly impressive of how it stands the test of time. Now, this family, um, interesting enough, when you think about oppression and you think about politics, did you know that uh, Lilibeth, Queen Elizabeth II, Lilibeth was her name, her nickname as a child, Lilibeth, which I actually like. I think it's very cute. Um, She was referred to in Parliament and in her circles as Elizabeth the Silent. And she was called Elizabeth the Silent because she would not do public interviews, which I told you, she never did one. And she never in the history of her rule revealed her own political views. Now, I find that very interesting. Over a hundred movies and a hundred different plus actresses have played her in movies. Uh, So there's been a great fascination with her. And as I told you, she was an avid, avid horseman. Uh, She loved the horse races. She regularly would go to Kentucky to the stud farms. No, she didn't come to visit me and my stud farm. But I digress. But she loved... Uh, to continually work on her own stock of racehorses. That was one of her uh, passions. Most people don't know that as that, she was the Supreme Governor of the Church of England. You should look up uh, the throne uh, of the royal family of England. Underneath that throne was a stone called the Stone of Destiny, which was only repatriated to Scotland. You should look it up. Uh, It's very very interesting to uh, understand the history of that because it goes back to biblical times and it's very, very worse, very, very worth, worth, worth um, 
reading about. In 1981, a teenager in uh, England was charged with treason because the teenager ran out from cover while the queen was riding horseback and fired six shots from a gun at her. Now, the gun was blank, right? Was blank, but he still uh, still did it, which is kind of weird, right? Uh, she had a tradition, the royals have a tradition in England that if you send a holiday card, a Christmas card to the royal family. When you send a Christmas card to the royal family, you get on the royal family's mailing list, anybody in Britain, by the way, you can't do this from wherever you are. If you're in Britain and you can do that. And when you do that, you're now on the royal family's mailing list. And then every year from then on, they send you back a Christmas card, which I think is kind of cool. uh, I like the old touch of a letter or a card. Technically, the queen ruled over 16 different countries uh, known as the 16 realms, right? Uh, She was the sixth female to reign in Great Britain. She is the first British monarch to actually address a joint session of the U.S. uh, Congress. Um. And now here she is, she's passed, and we all have questions. And the questions today, if 2020 would have come out different, if we wouldn't have had COVID and mandates or a stolen election or some of the most horrible things going on, I do think the discussion about the queen's death would be totally different than the discussion we're having today. Because now, if you look at the time that's gone through, the stuff that's going to rear its evil head is Prince Andrew. And was he really part of Epstein's island and taking young girls there? Uh, Is is the queen and the royal family really part of a grand evil cabal to dominate the world? You have black nations, some rightly so, celebrating that the queen is dead and it's a sign of imperial and colonialism gone, which in fact, I can see that, I understand that. I think it's disrespectful, but I do understand it. But I can only understand it in the terms of being an American and being privileged to be to be an American and live in the United States of America, even though I'm only first generation. And so it's going to be interesting to see this love-hate relationship play out. And so I just wanted to cover with you history for somebody I think is fascinating from a historical standpoint, a family you should study, and we learned it by telling them to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement. 
The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.